It is time for 307 Baseball, presented by Buckle Up for Life, Wyoming. Deep to left field, and that's gone. The show all about America's game in the Cowboy State. Now, here's your hosts, Elon Olive and Cody Olson. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the 307 Baseball Podcast. I am your host, Cody Olson, bringing to you more and more baseball. Joined here in uh, in the studio, in the nice little booth that we have here with Elon Olive. Elon, uh, we're grateful to be uh, just covering baseball, and we're also grateful for our sponsor, that is uh, Buckle Up for Life Wyoming. Know your why as you're traveling around the state. Baseball, again, coming into it. We're uh, in the middle of June now. Elon, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. We've got some great tournaments going on, sprinkled in there, some conference games, uh, we are officially in the meat of it, and a, a, a small tease, 307 Baseball Coaches and Media Poll, new one going to be released later on today, and as we heard from David Suttle of Wild Preps last time we unveiled a poll, fortunately David wasn't able to join us this time, I think he's on a well-earned vacation, so absolutely. Uh, I emailed him and it's, I got an automatic response back saying he's out of the office, so <laughs> hopefully David, you are on a well-earned vacation, my friend. Yep. Um, but uh, we heard from him last time. He said that this poll, he feels like, is going to be the first one that really tells us who's in what position and what's going on. So uh, yep. and looking at the results, there's uh, there's some very interesting results. There's some spicy results. And, uh, you know, we know it and we're going to reveal it to you later on in the podcast. It, it kind of <laughs> kind of blew me away just a little bit. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's one of the I mean, I hate I don't like being that guy that we know something that you <laughs> like and uh, we're going to share it with you soon. And the, the poll results are it's probably the craziest poll we've seen yet. Yeah. Up and until this point. Yeah. Well, and I'm not talking about just this year. I'm talking about all last year as well. Yeah. Like it is nuts. It is interesting. Elon, uh, as always, why don't we share stuff that uh, maybe you already know our listener, but we're going to recap for you the games that we saw this last week. Let's go ahead and kick it off for Monday, June 6th. Powell played buff. Uh, actually, hold on. Last time we talked was like June. Let's go ahead and start with Thursday, June 9th. Riverton takes on Rollins in a conference game, a four run fourth pushed by the Raiders. Uh, they take that one. Baker had three hits and three RBIs. Game two of the doubleheader. Riverton wins it 11-1 to one over Rollins. A seven-run second put Riverton in control, and uh, they wouldn't look back. Big thank you to Wild Preps for compiling all this scoreboard, giving us information throughout the state. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Tournament in Billings, Montana, which, by the way, we did make our B-dub stop when we were in Casper for the Shrine Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Powell, three. Billings, Montana. Cardinals, three. A tie in pool play at that Buffalo Wild Wings tournament in Billings, Montana. Uh, Powell takes on Pocatello, Idaho Rebels, and Powell wins it eight to nothing. A four-run fourth helped provide the necessary breathing room for the Pioneers. Routon had two hits with an RBI, while Worstel had one hit and drove in two runs. Cheyenne Hawks takes on Pocatello, Idaho Razorbacks. Hawks win that one 12 to three. Hawks score at least two runs in the first four innings. Pearson had two hits and three RBIs. McAnally added two hits and two RBIs. Wheatland Lobos take on Pocatello Rebels. A three-run sixth inning helped the Lobos rally for the victory. Seven to six, the final score there. Moving on to the Dooley Oil Classic in Laramie. 17 to 10, the Rangers take the lead with a five-run second inning. Douglas takes on Rock Springs. The Cats beat the Stallions 13 to 2. Cats broke it open in a tie game with seven in the fifth and four more in the sixth. Selk with two hits, a triple, and three RBIs. On to the Doug Jean Rude Baseball Invitational Tournament in Watford City, North Dakota. 
Glendive, Montana B takes on Lovell. It's Glendive over the Mustangs, 11-3 to if I run fourth. Put Glendive ahead for good. The Oral Roberts University Baseball Tournament, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Cheyenne post six, getting it done out of state, taking on the Oklahoma Soundlot and winning that game 19-3. to Sixers had a 6-3 lead and exploded for 13 runs in the third inning. Kostopoulos, two hits, a home run, and five RBIs. Williams added two doubles and four RBIs. Moving on to Friday, June 10th, Sheridan Troopers taking on the Evanston Outlaws in a conference game. Troopers take both games 10 to nothing and 11 to nothing. Mortensen and Greeno Groom combined for a one-hit shutout in game one, and Stowe and Steele combined for a no-hitter with seven strikeouts on just 62 pitches in game two. Rapid City post-22 takes on the Casper Oilers. Both teams scored in the fourth innings, but the Hard Hats got one more. The final score, 2-1, to one, Rapid City over the Oilers. Buffalo Wild Wings Tournament in Billings, Montana, day two. Billings Cardinals versus Wheatland. 12 to nothing. Billings over the Lobos, who are the victims of a no-hitter. Wheatland takes on Powell and bounced back, winning that one 10 to 5. Lobos led 5 to 1 and pulled away. Petrovsky had two hits, a triple, and four RBIs for Wheatland. Cheyenne Hawks 11, Gillette Rustlers 3. Billings, Montana Blue Jays 8, Cheyenne Hawks 5. The Dean Bullock Memorial Tournament in Torrington. The Tigers take on Laramie B, and Torrington wins it. Five, uh, 15 to 5. Rocky Mountain Fort Collins beats Buffalo 11 to 3. Green River over Buffalo 17 to 2. Knights pull away with 13 runs in the first inning. Paoli had a three run homer as part of the 11 hit attack. Also, they take advantage of 10 walks. Torrington gets the win over Green River 4 to 3. Hibben with the walk off game winning single in the seventh for the Tigers. The Dooley Oil Classic in Laramie features Douglas over Highland, Colorado. 17 to nothing. Spence throws a no-hitter over four innings with eight strikeouts. Holler had three hits and three RBIs to pace the offense. The Cats scored six in the second and added 10 in the fourth. West Coast Upvers out of uh, Scotts Bluff, Nebraska over Rock Springs, 8-5. Laramie takes down Greeley, Colorado, 2-1. On to the Don Yonsrud Baseball Invitational Tournament in Watford City, North Dakota. Lovell over Dickinson, 8 to nothing. The GVO Memorial Tournament in Three Forks, Montana. Harv, Montana takes down Cody 7-1, but the Cubs rebound for a 9-5 victory over Gallatin Valley, Montana. Cubs used a four-run fifth to take control and hold on. Johnston had, or John, Johnston had two hits and two RBIs. Day two of the Oral Roberts University Baseball Tournament, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Cheyenne post six over the Arkansas Express Navy, 10-6. The UNC five-tool shutout in Greeley, Colorado. USA Prime Berg Bat 2023 17 U over the Casper Drillers 8 to 4. Moving on to Saturday, June 11th, Rapid City Post 22 Hard Hats over the Casper Oilers in game one of a doubleheader 7 to 2. The Oilers come roaring back in game two and take it 7 to 3. Oilers gain the split. Casper had a six run sixth inning. Uh, Hornecker had two hits and three RBIs. Stokes with two hits and two RBIs. Focatella, Idaho, running Rebels over the Jackson Giants, 12-2 and 12-1. On to the Buffalo Wild Wings Tournament in Billings, Montana. The Hawks over the Billings Cardinals. Took eight innings to get it done. Hawks rallied with one in the sixth and seventh inning. Pacheco's two-run single was the difference in the extra inning victory. Focatella, Idaho, Razorbacks over the Pal Pioneers, 8-1. Post four 
uh, from Billings over Wheatland, 7-3. The Dean Bullock Memorial Tournament in Torrington, Green River over Laramie B, 5-1. Torrington over Buffalo, 13-5. Rocky Mountain, Fort, Col- uh, Fort Collins, Colorado over Green River, 12-3. Buffalo over Laramie B, 9-8. Bulls scored sixth in the bottom of the fifth for the comeback victory. Palace had the game winning two run RBI single for the walk-off win. Torrington over Rocky Mountain, Fort Collins, 12-5. to In the Dooley Oil Classic in Laramie, Douglas takes down West Coast Zephyrs, 4-2. Rock Springs over Highland, Colorado, 7-2. Stallions win with a steady attack. Took advantage of nine walks and four Highland errors. Laramie takes down Gene Taylor at a ground Grand Junction, Colorado. Rangers victorious. Seven to six took nine innings to get there. Malone with the game-winning walk-off RBI single in the bottom of the night. Doug Johnsrud baseball invitational tournament in Watford City, North Dakota. Level eight, Glasgow, Montana, seven. GVO Memorial Tournament, Three Forks, Montana. Cody, four over Lewistown, Montana, two. And then Cody beats Dillon, Montana, eight to five. In the Oral Roberts Tournament, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Cheyenne Post, six, ten. Arkansas Express, red, nothing. Jarish Bullman and Colgan combined for, on a two-hit shutout. Swain with three hits, two doubles, and four RBIs. A six-run first sparked the Sixers. The UNC five-tool shootout in Greeley, Colorado. Elite Baseball, 18U. Over the Casper Drillers, 10 to nothing, but the Casper Drillers rebound against Holy Family, 13 to 7. On to Sunday, June 12th, Gillette and Evanston in a conference doubleheader. Gillette takes game one, 10 nothing, and game two, 12 to 2. Buffalo Wild Wings Tournament Championship Day in Billings, Montana. Cheyenne Hawks beat Billings post four red, 8 to 4, and then win the championship game of the Buffalo Wild Wings Tournament, 7 to 4 over the Billings Blue Jays. Pal and Wheatland showdown in that tournament as well. Pal over Wheatland, 4 to 1. The Dooley Oil Classic in Laramie. Laramie takes down Douglas in the championship game, 13 to 6. Greeley, Colorado, Gojos beat Rock Springs, 15 to 3. The Don Yonsru Baseball Invitational Tournament in Watford City, North Dakota. Lovell takes down Glendive, Montana, 11-9 in the championship game. After trailing 5-1, the Mustangs win it with two in the sixth and three in the seventh. Hedges led the way with four hits. Chris Jansen had two and two RBIs. Fly, uh, files went six innings for the victory. That is a huge win for that Lovell Mustangs team. Congratulations for taking that Don Yonsrud Baseball Invitational Tournament in Montana. The GVO Memorial Tournament uh, in uh, Three Forks, Montana. I'm sorry, that Don Yonsrud Invitational Tournament, that level one, by the way, was in North Dakota. Uh, GVO Memorial Tournament in Three Forks, Montana. Bitterroot, Montana. Red Sox over Cody, 9-1. And the Oral Roberts University Tournament in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Cheyenne Post 6, 9. Millward, Millward West Omaha from Nebraska, 4. And that puts the Sixers in the championship game where they would fall in a defensive battle, 3-2, to two, to BBA Titans. The UNC 5-tool shootout in Greeley, Colorado. Casper Drillers, 5. The Colorado Bombers, 16-U5. At the tie, the game ends due to time limit moving on to games that have happened this week we'll go ahead and get started with monday june 13th pch baseball out of ogden utah over the evanston outlaws 10 to 7 in a game that was shortened because of weather i think it ended after the top the bottom of the sixth i believe if i remember correctly yes uh 
On to Tuesday, June 14th, Casper Oilers and a conference doubleheader over Rock Springs. Oilers go 2-0, 27-2, and 15-0. Gillette and Laramie showdown for a conference doubleheader as well. Gillette 6, Laramie 1 in Game 1. Gillette 7, Laramie nothing in Game 2. Cody over Billings, Montana, Blue Jays. uh, Yeah, I'm reading that correctly. 20 to nothing in a nine inning game. Level 16 to two over Buffalo and 10 to nothing over Buffalo. Powell over the Sheridan Jets, eight to seven. Pioneers win on a walk off. Powell over Sheridan Jets, seven to six. Sheridan Troopers in a conference doubleheader against Jackson Troopers take game one, 12 to one, and game two, 12 to five. Torrington in a conference doubleheader over Douglas. Torrington takes game one, 19 to 11, and Douglas takes game two. 10 to 7. So a com- combination of 47 runs in that uh, those two doubleheaders. Two very potent offenses. Wednesday, June 15th, we had Bonneville, Idaho over Evanston 4 to 2 and Marsh Valley, Idaho over Evanston 6 to 1. And those are the games that have been played so far. Wow, so far. I mean, uh, you need a breather right there. Elon, a couple uh, scores that stick out to me. You know, Cheyenne post six goes down there and wins that, uh, loses in that championship game. They, they went and gave it their all. Oh, they look good, to, though. Three to two is is a very low-scoring game, and that just tells you the, the type of uh, talent that is out there. That Cheyenne post six has that they're able to play that well at a huge tournament like the Oral Roberts University uh, tournament in Tulsa. That is a big tournament from what I understand. And, you know, I might have heard you, but, uh, you know, Cody ends up losing late in in a tournament of their own last weekend as well. So two two big dogs, respectively, in double A and single A go deep into their own tournaments and uh, really find some good competition. Yeah, and it's it's we're getting to that part part of the season where it's possible to go undefeated in football and high school football. We see it all the time. Yep. It's possible to go undefeated in high school basketball. We see it quite a few times. Not all the time. Not as much. It's as a little football, bit more difficult bit than more football. Difficult. Yeah. I. Th- you're never going to go undefeated in baseball. It's you're. Just, you're all. It, there's just so many variables that can happen that are in control that, that are not in your control. So, but the fact of the matter that's only loss number two for post six. Um, they're going to be just fine. They're no, be they'll just be fine. just fine. They're they're playing stellar, stellar competition out there. So, Elon, uh, can, thank you for bringing us our recap of what we've seen so far uh, this week. Uh, you know, you mentioned Sheridan going on a little bit of a run. They look very, very good, and you got to see it up close and personal, oh, right? Boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That Sheridan team, I had not seen them in person this year. I've heard a lot of really good things, a lot of really strong things, and seeing what Coach Ben Phillips has put together and what this team program this team has built up to this year the year that they happen to be hosting state uh sheridan trooper fans you is you need to be very excited and when the troopers are playing at state those night games under the lights you've got to pack that stadium because it is going to be some amazing baseball just really stellar i mean uh, you just kind of watching that game and seeing the the immense talent that sheridan has you know elon uh, we uh, got to go ahead and catch up with the sheridan manager ben phillips of uh, of sheridan and uh, you know he had a lot of really interesting things to say and it, it kind of gave us more insight because you know sheridan out there on the other side of the state from us at least you know mm-hmm. and you you know the the single a everything like that they're double a they are they they've got both going on that's they've right got, they've got both single a and double a with the troopers and the jets i believe is the other one but the one thing that really kind of 
the, the impression I got because I talked with Coach Phillips after the Evanston doubleheader as well, just in person. And there's so there are some definite parallels between the community of Evanston here in the southwest part mm-hmm. and Sheridan, where they're both kind of out there. No one really is. They're not. They're not. Uh, they're not on the main strip. They're not on the, that big. They're not on I eighty. They're not getting as much attention as Laramie or as much attention as Cheyenne mm-hmm. or Gillette for that matter. But they're, 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 uh, they're good. They're good. They're good. They're good. Yeah. They're very, very good. <laughs> and this state tournament, I was thinking about it on the drive back to Casper for the Shrine Bowl. There are so many different scenarios that could play out in the state tournament last year. Mm-hmm. We, I think we knew what was going to happen this year. I think it's, I, I mean, Cheyenne post six is by far the favorite, mm-hmm. but there are more, let's just say that I think, and I think Tylene would agree with me. The gap between post six and everybody else seems to be shrinking every year. Mm-hmm. And Sheridan is a prime example of that. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and dip into our interview with manager Ben Phillips of Sheridan and uh, hear what he has to say a little bit about his program. Here with Sheridan Troopers manager, Mr. Ben Phillips. Coach Phillips, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk with us today. Uh, quick question, uh, how's the season going for you guys? I mean, you look at the scores, you look at the box scores, things uh, appear to be going really good. How do you feel about how the season has gone for you thus far? Uh, so far, I like where we're at. You know, uh, we've been inconsistent at times, um, especially early in the year when we weren't going to play a whole lot. We've been rained out quite a bit. Um, but I like the way our last couple of weeks have been. Uh, we're starting to be a lot more consistent, and, and our hitters are starting to come along. So uh, I'm, I'm pleased where we're at. You guys are currently number two in the 307 Baseball Coaches and Media Poll. Um, did that surprise you at all to find out that so many media members and coaches think so highly of your program? Um, no, I mean, I think that they're just kind of going off of who we have returning. Um, you know, that doesn't mean a whole lot. We still have to go out and play. And so, you know, it's nice and everything, but, you know, you have a bad week or two and that can change really fast. Um, but we just have, we have lots, quite a few kids returning from last year and uh, we're an experienced ball club. So I guess that's why we, uh, we were chosen as is that in that position. Coach, last year you guys made a pretty deep run at state. What's going to be the key to kind of replicating that or maybe even improving upon that considering state is in your guys' stadium this year? Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's, I feel that's advantageous for us to, to be able to play at our home field. And, and you know, we know how, how the ball travels and, and the speed of the turf and the outfield grass. Um, also, we're comfortable here. Um, you know, but there's a lot of good teams. And if you, if you don't show up and you just show up to expecting to win, you're more likely not going to. So, um, use the old cliche, you just have to, you really have to take it one single pitch at a time. So when you get in a state tournament, cause anything can happen. Coach, you guys, uh, looking at your schedule, you guys are, I've got some pretty tough competition, of course, the conference season and some tournaments. Um, what excites you the most about the upcoming games and the upcoming weeks for the Sheridan Troopers? Uh, you know, uh, what I really think that we have, you know, a good job this year is we've got really good pitching. I mean, I've got, um, I've got arm after arm after arm I can throw. There's, I've got five, six, seven guys. Um, eight guys, you know, that I feel that if we throw them in in any situation, they're going to be able to handle it and, and we're going to have a quality pitcher with every game we play. Um, so even when we're playing on multiple days and back-to-back, we have a lot of games in a short amount of time, we're still going to be throwing uh, lots of arms out there that's always going to give us a chance to win because, you know, a lot of it uh, depends on who's pitching, you know, and so uh, 
our bats will be there. Um, but it's nice to have that pitching that's going to be really – got a lot of depth this year with our arms. You can tell that just from the box score. And, of course, your your guys' offense is clicking very well as well. Um, but I have to ask, where are some things that you feel like you guys can improve upon as you guys get ready to get into the meat of the season? Um, we're always focusing on the small things. I mean, bunt, bunt execution, uh, P- PFPs, pitchers uh, fielding bunts and not throwing them away. Um, that can lead to big innings, um, executing bunts when we need to. We don't want to give up an at-bat. Uh, we need to move runners over in certain situations. Um, and so we're always focusing on, on not just hitting, but we want to do the small things in the time. You know, we need to execute bunts late in games, in, in tight games. And we need to feel our position as pitchers. And, and when teams are giving us outs, not throw it away and, and take those Um Obviously, we can always throw more strikes, you know, in the games that we've lost this year. It's been because we've uh, uncharacteristically walked guys or hit them. Um, and so that's always at the forefront of our mind is pitch to contact. I like our defense. Um, we play defense uh, defense really well. And so we can't afford to walk guys when we, we have a defense that we have. So those are things that we continue to work on. And we're always working on hitting. I mean, hitting is just in the, always uh, having to – to work on it and it's changing there's different pitchers different arm slots different speeds lefties righties so it's always working on our hitting as much as we can coach sheridan is is a pretty small town it's not like a gillette it's not like a casper or a cheyenne um but you guys always seem to be competitive no matter what the sport is with the big boys what's been the key to to sheridan's success uh going toe-to-toe with these bigger towns and and sometimes coming out on top but no matter what competing with them uh our kids are hardworking kids i mean um they want to be here uh we demand that of them we have expectations that uh, they follow and they, they love the game i mean they love playing baseball this group that i have you know they're here practicing when, when they don't have to be they're taking extra reps um and we have to play with a little bit of a chip on our shoulder at times um uh, i was talking to my guys who want to be a blue collar baseball team we're not going to show up in the dugout and scream and yell at teams that's not our style. Um, we're going to beat you on the field, not in the dugout. And so we love it more than anything when we're playing games and other teams are chirping at us. And then we can just look them in the eye after the game and shake their hand. And, you no, know, we won the right way. We played old school baseball. We're not screaming at other teams. We're not yelling at them. Um, we're being respectful uh, whether we win or lose. And so that's something that I take pride in. Um, and so do these kids. It's just we're a blue-collar team and we work hard. You love to hear that. That's Coach Ben Phillips, manager of the Sheridan Troopers. Uh, Coach, congratulations on on really a great season thus far. Also, congratulations on it uh, looks like your guys' B and C clubs are, are really picking up the pace as well. Um, just a great job over there in Sheridan. Anything else before we wrap it up? Uh, no, uh, we're good. Uh, I mean, just th- thanks for the the opportunity to represent our team and and what you do for the state of base uh, for the state of Wyoming for baseball. Uh, you know, it's um, we need more advocates for baseball in this state, and so anytime we can get any promotions um, from whoever, we always appreciate it. So thank you for what you do. That was Ben Phillips, manager of Sheridan. Really awesome interview, Elon. That you know, just catching up with him and and getting a a better understanding, you know, Sheridan, not really on that strip that you talked about, but, you know, hearing it like personally in that interview just shows what Sheridan is able to do and accomplish the talent that they have speaks for itself. And not just the talent, but the mentality. He talks about being an old school blue collar baseball team. 
that's music to my ears. I, I love that old school mentality. I love that being humble out on the diamond, yelling for your teammates, but not chirping at the other at the other side, which quite frankly, we don't see that in Wyoming very often. Nope. So I love that that what he said about being an old school team, about being a blue collar team, about being just hardworking kids. Um, and and the, and the credit he's given a lot of other programs throughout the state, not just in this interview, but when we've talked to him other times. All right. Well, a little spoiler alert. It's not the last time you're going to hear about Sheridan today on our podcast, but we'll go ahead and take our first break here on uh, the 307 Baseball Podcast, sponsored by Buckle Up for Life Wyoming. We'll come back to you in just a moment's time. From one corner of the state to the other, over 82% of Wyomingites wear their seatbelts. And to the 18% who don't, we say, let's buckle up for life, Wyoming. Welcome back to the 307 Baseball Podcast. I am Cody Olson, joined here with Elon Olive. As we go ahead and start the second section of our podcast sponsored by Buckle Up for Life Wyoming, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, make our plea to all the coaches out there because, Elon, we're compiling stats to get the midseason uh, statistics. Who is our leaders? Who to keep an eye out for here? And uh, we'd love to get it from all of you coaches and managers out there. That's right. Next Thursday, we're going to drop our 2020 to mid-season statewide stats, uh, league leader stats show, whatever you'd like to call it. That's going to be the episode. So you've got until Wednesday night to email either myself, Elan, E-L-A-N, at mylocalradio.com, or Cody, that is C-O-D-Y, of course, at mylocalradio.com. So email one of us the, the spreadsheet, because I know you guys can you can export a spreadsheet. We've gotten a few already, and a big thank you to the coaches that have. Um, but it looks like you they can you can export a spreadsheet from Game Changer. Yep. And if you can get the spreadsheet to us, that's actually makes it much easier for us to work on work with because we can kind of click on the columns and sort the numbers and and do all sorts of fun things that make it a whole lot quicker. Yeah. So if you could send us the spreadsheet from your Game Changers, that would be amazing. Um, and again, you can send it to either Elon at mylocalradio.com or Cody at mylocalradio.com for our mid-season stat show or mid-season league leader show. Uh, last year, we had a lot of fun with it, but we had some coaches that didn't get that into us in time. Uh, and it was we didn't feel it was as true as it could be. We'd like to avoid that this year. So uh, if you're hearing this, coaches, send those our way. Um, and if you'd rather wait until after this weekend is over, that is totally fine because, of course, you want the most accurate stats, up-to-date stats as possible. Yep. So if you would like, and, and I'll even extend this out to the coaches that have sent us stuff so far. If you would like to resend them, because we're not going to start compiling till Monday. Yep. So if you would like to resend them, maybe Saturday night or Sunday afternoon or whatever, that is totally fine. Again, that's Elon at mylocalradio.com or Cody at mylocalradio.com. Help us help you guys. <laughs> uh, we want to go ahead and give you a great product and uh, it's going to help if we know what the heck's going on. So uh, that's the way that it's going to be. Uh, Elon, now is the portion of the podcast Ooh. where I feel as though uh, we're going to have a, maybe a few eyebrows raised. We're going to yep. be stroking our, uh, our our stash, our beard in, 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 in kind of what the results were for the I, poll this week. I really wish we could have David Settle's reaction for this one <laughs> this is nuts let's go ahead and start with uh double a um and, and uh there's some surprises in double a let's uh last week it was casper five a tie for f- uh, third between gillette and laramie sheridan two and cheyenne one all right 
We have a new number five. Okay. Making their first appearance this year. Jason Huggins is going to be very happy. The Jackson Giants are the number five team there in the go. new Wild Preps coaches in media, uh, excuse me, 307 baseball coaches in media poll mm-hmm. in the double A. Uh, it's kind of a drop down, but when you look that they were tied at third and now they're at fourth, I wouldn't call it a drop down. I would kind of call it a hold serve. Laramie is now number four mm-hmm. with uh, Jackson, by the way, got nine points. Casper got uh, the only other team to get votes. They got three points. Casper with nine points. Laramie with 24 sits in fourth. Gillette Rough Riders sit in third after 29 points. Sheridan holds their spot at number two with 45 and the unanimous number one Cheyenne eighth verse same as the first <laughs> Cheyenne post six they are backing up that massive state favorite uh ranking right there yes they are yes they are so uh, you know a little bit of a shift you know the Giants come in at fifth uh, a little bit interesting uh for Jackson to come in there a lot of teams holding their place not a ton of movement in the double a uh but uh, I think that the single A is going to be the one that uh, might blow your socks off a little bit more. Yeah, before we move on to single A, um, maybe some thoughts here. I think that Gillette, that Gillette uh, Laramie doubleheader with Gillette get, going forward over the last couple days in, in conference play, I think that had a lot to do with this. Uh, Sheridan, I think Sheridan and Cheyenne are, are locked in their spots for the rest of the year. Unless someone pulls off a, a big conference sweep, um, I think those are your top two. Gillette, I like at three after seeing them in person and seeing what happened with them in Laramie. Uh, Jackson, they've got a lot of talent, and uh, I think they're deserving of this top five spot. However, I do see Jackson and Casper kind of flip-flopping until we get to that double that conference doubleheader between Casper and Jackson. I think that right there is probably going to determine your, your five your spot five once and for all. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's not a super surprising double A poll with the exception of Jackson knocking down Casper. No, uh, and uh, as we <laughs> said before, you know, surprising, not really surprising. Uh, but uh, what is surprising is uh, what our results were for 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 the single A. Yeah. By the way, shout out to the single A coaches and media. They really showed up. We had a ton, a ton of single A uh, votes, representation yeah. votes, managers, coaches coming in here. I, yeah. We were very high on very the list. very yeah very happy with that all right so let's run through the previous five and then we'll get to our current five okay so our previous five was green river and riverton tied for fifth mm. powell in fourth sheridan in third cheyenne hawks in second and cody was one boy how things have changed <laughs> i gotta count it real quick we had 10 teams yeah. receive votes the following teams are teams that receive votes that are not in our top five. Douglas, Torrington, Green River, Riverton, and Sheridan. So three of the previously ranked five teams are not in the top five this week. Yep. So That's crazy. Here we go. In number five with 27 points, Pal Pioneers. So they drop down from four to five. Mm-hmm. So they are number five. In number two, uh, number four, excuse me, with 33 points, the Casper Drillers. Casper, this is, the, I believe, their first time being ranked at the single A level. So they, they lose their double A ranking, but gain a single A ranking. That's awesome. Number three. Now, this one, I think, is it's because of the tournament play that they've been putting on lately. Yeah. The Level Mustangs, number three team in uh, single A, according to the 307 Baseball Coaches and Media Poll, with 39 points. And here's where things get wacky. <laughs> With 99 points, 
Cheyenne Hawks and Cody are tied at the top of the poll. We yep. have co number ones, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. I just heard a gasp throughout the entire state. <laughs> yeah. And they're tied. That's funny. It, it's funny. We, you know, if like, you know, if Cody kept the lead by a few, you know, it's like, yeah. okay, Cody's keeping there, you know, like Cheyenne, but no, we're tied. We're dead even. Both with 99 points. And, and kind of breaking down the numbers, Cody had the most number one uh, first place votes. Yes, they did. But uh, there were a few, but Cheyenne picked up some some first place votes of their own, a lot of second place votes, and quite a bit of third place votes as well. Yep. Um, and that's, that's where it kind of, I think, where they caught him. I just, <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. It's nuts. Um, and I mean, maybe maybe in the future we instigate a tiebreaker with the most... you. The most first place votes would be the tiebreaker. In that case, Cody would be the number one. But right now we talked about it and we felt that we should let the numbers kind of be the Just numbers. Speak for themselves, you know, and, get the raw data. And that what that is telling us is the coaches and the media in the double or single A rather think this is our state championship matchup. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Would not be surprised. Um Elon, that is our poll. Uh and in two weeks' time we're gonna refresh and see where these teams are at. Yep. Um yeah, let's 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 chew on that for a little while, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, when we put this together, we were sitting at our desk and the numbers started rolling, like, and we're like, "No, no way, no!" A tie at the top. We've seen ties at second, ties at third, and now a tie at the top. So this is this is some interesting stuff, Cody. Congratulations, congratulations to Cody and Cheyenne. Yeah, yeah, for, for being co number ones at this point. Yeah, so. and uh, now you've got to go play each other and and. Uh, I think uh, I think Cody and Cheyenne need to do like a, a, a expedition game to be like, hey, yeah, we we can't let this tie stand. Sorry, we got to break this right now. Sorry, we got to figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, Elon, we're gonna go ahead and move on. I told our listeners before we were not gonna stop talking a little bit about Sheridan. Uh, our player of the week, Elon, you want to introduce? Well, there were a lot of candidates for player of the week. We had some no hitters, multi home run games. Yep. Um, but. When you witness a performance that I witnessed in Sheridan, mm-hmm. it's hard not to. Brennan Mortensen, 12 up, 12 down. And going into the fifth inning, they led by 10. And I thought, oh my gosh, we might see a perfect game here. Mm-hmm. And then they pulled him because they wanted to save him for the Jackson doubleheader, which he went five innings and only allowed one run in that one. <sighs> yep. So... Great, uh, great, uh, great uh, pitcher of uh, yeah. great talent yeah. going on and there. It, we were not planning on this being a Sheridan special. <laughs> it happens sometimes. But it does. Sometimes you, you show out. Sometimes you, you show out. You can't not recognize the fact that I saw this kid go 12 up, 12 down. His defense was great behind him. But man, his his movement was 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 really impressive. Yeah. It was, and just how he was able to get ahead in the count, keep that pitch count low enough for him to come back on Tuesday. Uh, it was, it was impressive, and it was fun to watch. So for that reason, Brendan Mortensen is this week's 307 Baseball Player of the Week. Let's go ahead and hear from Brendan. Here with our 307 Baseball Player of the Week, Brennan Mortensen from the Sheridan Troopers. Uh, Brennan, you got this because, really, I've been thinking about this performance all week since I saw it in person. You took on the Evanston Outlaws, 12 up, 12 down. You were up by 10 going into the fifth inning when they uh, when they relieved you. Uh, you were on your way to a perfect game. Tell me, what was it feeling like on the mound on Friday in that first game of the doubleheader? 
Oh, just like a lot of confidence. I just kind of knew I was going to go out there shove it. You got to know that. Uh, a lot of confidence. That's pretty much just the key to any pitching is go up there, you know you're going to shove it. So, yeah. You know, I've seen the I'd seen the box scores. I'd seen the votes come in on the coaches and media poll. I've seen all the accolades and all the credit that this Sheridan program is getting right now. But now that I've seen it in person, I'm a big believer in, in what you guys are able to accomplish. What do you feel like is is the belief in the locker room on what your potential ceiling could be? Oh, it's, yeah, belief is just, it's like unreal what we think we could do. You know, we think we go all the way, obviously. Uh, we've got a good team. We're, uh, we're really hot right now. We're just rolling. Uh, it's just a fun environment. We're having fun going out here playing, just doing our thing. Speaking of uh, kind of a hot team and a hot hand right now, not only did you go 12 up, 12 down in four innings against the Outlaws and Evan, against Evanston in uh, Sheridan, you guys just went to Jackson on Tuesday night and you went five innings and allowed one run. Uh, j- just talk to me about, about what it feels like to be one of the hottest pitchers in the state right now. Well, it's like I said before, it's kind of easy to do that when you have like a offense that's behind you that can just give you 10 runs that doesn't make you go all seven innings you just have to go five uh not give up too much it's it's really nice as a pitcher you can just go up there throw with confidence attack batters uh do whatever you want pretty much because you know your guys are behind you even on defense they're making plays that you know without i think some of the guys out there that are making plays i would not be performing the way i am right now I was going to ask, uh, great pitchers are, are, are aided by great defense, and it's the great defense that creates those perfect game situations, the no-hitter type situations. Talk to me a little bit about this defense. Yeah, they're just, I don't know, they're just really good at what they do. They just make plays, you know, not a lot of errors, make the you know, do the small stuff right, and then you win games. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty simple, just beat everyone in the small stuff. You're going to win games, do good. Yeah. With how hot you guys have been and how you guys are starting to really rack up the wins against some top flight competition, I would imagine the the trust level between you guys in the locker room is through the roof. Is that an accurate assessment? Oh yes, that's yeah, very accurate. We all trust each other. We know you know, someone someone's getting up like, Oh yeah, he's gonna do a hit, do a job. Uh, get them in. Uh, we believe in each other, and like when you're on the mound, I obviously believe in our team to to you know be behind me, uh, get runs, and it's easy to rack up wins when you just have that kind of confidence around everyone and just uh, believe we're going to win. All right, let's go ahead and move on to the fun part of the interview. This is kind of the spotlight part of the interview. I've got 10 random icebreaker questions, each assigned a number, 1 through 10, obviously. So you're going to pick four random numbers stream 1 through 10, and those will be your kind of spotlight fun questions. How's that sound? All right. Uh, let's do 2, 5, 8, and 9. 2, 5, 8, 9. All right, 2. What has been your favorite memory from being a part of the Sheridan Troopers program? Uh, uh, probably my... I think it was my freshman year. We won the the Legion B state championship. That was probably my favorite part. It was such a fun season. We just dominated, and I don't think I've ever had more fun than playing then. Being on a state championship team, you know the hard work that it requires. You know the ups and downs of the season. Uh, does that? Do you feel like that better equips you to go and replicate that at the AA level? Yeah, I feel like knowing what like winning and then obviously uh knowing what losing a state championship also feels like it uh you know what it feels like to win though it feels like to lose it definitely equips you to you know be ready for it emotionally not to let it get in your head and affect how you play 
All right, we're going to move on to your second question. You pick question number five. And this one I'm definitely going to be paying attention to because I cannot wait to spend a weekend in Sheridan at the end of July. What is your favorite food and what is your favorite restaurant in Sheridan? Uh, my favorite, well, for the restaurant, my favorite restaurant is like the, probably the Silver Spur for breakfast. My favorite thing to get there is uh, like a ham and cheese omelet. I think they're just, oh, they're so good. Like a, it's pretty small, but it's a, a really good restaurant. Yeah. Brendan, I got to tell you, we've got a lot of recommendations like, oh, you got to try the steak here. You got to try the burger here. But you're the first one to recommend a breakfast spot. I thank you for that. Oh, yes. It's, it's so good. I love it. That's the Silver Spur you said? Yep. All right. Silver Spur Cafe. All right. I'm adding that to uh, the Chris Ledoux Steakhouse that your teammate Caden recommended last time we had him on. Okay. Yeah. That's also a good place, too. All right. So you picked two, five, eight, and nine. So we're on question number eight. What is your favorite vacation spot? Uh, I went to, um, what was it? I went to Florida. That was pretty fun. But uh, so I went to Florida, went to go see a rocket launch, and I think that was. Probably my favorite vacation spot I done at the Kennedy Space Center. That was kind of like a once in a lifetime thing. That I thought was pretty sick. Probably be my number one vacation spot. Florida is a lot of fun, especially if you can go experience something like that. Can you kind of describe what it was like to kind of see a rocket launch in person? You no, know, it was crazy. Just like you don't know, you see it launch, and like I don't know, a couple seconds later, all of a sudden it's just this huge, just loud boom on your face. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you just see. It. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy to see something just leave the earth. It's, it was really yeah, it was like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. It was super sweet to see it. But yeah, it was very loud and hot. It was real hot. That is awesome. All right. One more question for you. If you had a time machine and you could go into the past to experience anything, what would you do? Uh, if I had a time machine, I'd probably go back. I don't know. 40, uh, 30, 40 years, just invest in, <laughs> invest in stuff and just become <laughs> insanely rich, like Bitcoin, Apple, whatever. Yeah, that's probably, you know, sit, sitting good for the rest of your life if you go back to that. It's all about the long game, right? Exactly. <laughs> that is our 307 Baseball Player of the Week, Brennan Mortensen. Brennan, uh, you keep dominating over there in Sheridan. We'll see you at the state tournament. Cannot wait to watch you throw again in person. It was an absolute treat to watch you last time. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up? No, thank you for having me, though. I mean, just fantastic stuff from from Mortensen, really. Congratulations to him. You know, not only to go 12 up, 12 down, and then come back and play the fifth-ranked Giants and yeah. only give up one. Well, so that's pretty cool. And I asked a lot of people at Sheridan, like, is he your number one? They're like, no, but he's starting to – he's throwing like one. So if he's not their actual number one and he's becoming – and it's becoming a 1A, 1B situation – Yeah. That's how you make deep playoff runs. That is how you do it. If you have two, well, at least two, you know, multiple in in, in yeah. the pitching staff. Whew. And on top of that, Brock Steele's coming back. I saw him in game two. He looks very, very good. I, I'm a believer in the Sheridan team now. I've looked at the I've looked at the box scores for the last uh, few months at the se- beginning of the season. I've looked at the votes rolling in, and I thought, man, they're really, really good. But when you go and what what is the big thing we talk about in sports? The eye test. Yep. Sheridan passes the eye test with flying colors. Well, Elon, uh, you know our our podcast this 
to the, this week is going to compile of a lot of really, really good stuff. And we're, we're already way ahead. We've got a lot of content for all of you to cover uh, and, and mull over chew uh, as we continue on throughout the week. Uh, as we finish up, Elon, I'm going to pass it on over to you to tell us a little bit about our upcoming games and then we're going to go ahead and end and wrap it up from there. All right, let's go ahead and start with games happening today, Thursday, June 16th. Wheatland at Sheridan at 3 and 5 o'clock. Those were moved up from Friday uh, because of, I'm guessing, weather probably. Uh, Gillette at Mitchell, South Dakota at 6 p.m. Uh, Chris Hodges Memorial Baseball Tournament in Jackson. Rock Springs will take on Thunder Ridge, Idaho at 9.30 a.m. Rock Springs will take on Green Canyon, Utah at noon. Kalispell, Montana will be taking on Jackson at 7.30 p.m. The RZB Rebels Woodbat Tournament in Pocatello, Idaho. Evanston will take on the Billings, Montana Cardinals. Uh, that one already happened at 8 a.m. The Tony... And in CO tournament in Pueblo, Colorado, I know I butchered that one. <laughs> Our Cheyenne Post Six Sixers are going to be there, taking on Burke Burnett, Texas, at 2 p.m. and then Woodward, Oklahoma, at 5 p.m. Moving on to Friday, June 17th, Buffalo will take on Douglas at 4 and 6:30 p.m. Chris Hodges Memorial Baseball Tournament in Jackson, Rock Springs takes on Pocatello Run and Rebels at noon. The Powell Father's Day Tournament gets started. Riverton takes on Powell at 10 a.m. Level against Miles City, Montana at 12.30 p.m. Green River against the 406 Flyers at 3 p.m. Green River at Powell at 5.30 p.m. The Dakota Classic in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Gillette will take on Chan Hassan, Minnesota at 6.30 p.m. The RZB Rebels Woodbat Tournament in Pocatello, Idaho. Evanston will be in action that day. But it's uh, we don't know the time or the opponent yet. That's a to be determined. The Tony Aduncino Tournament in Pueblo, Colorado. Cheyenne Sixers take on Gene Taylor's Baseball Club out of Grand Junction, Colorado at 11 a.m. And then they'll take on Pueblo Azteca at 5 p.m. Top of the Rockies Woodbat Tournament in Colorado. Casper Oilers takes on the Mountain West Aces from Denver, Colorado at 11.30 a.m. in Greeley. And then they'll take on the Black Sox Black at 2 p.m. in Greeley. Saturday, June 18th, Cody at the Sheridan Troopers, 1 and 3 p.m. That'll be a fun game, actually. Cody at Sheridan. Yeah. That will be uh, fun. By the way, found out Sheridan Media is now uh, video streaming home Sheridan Trooper games. So if you want to watch the Sheridan Troopers at home share, uh, and witness that eye test we talked about, Sheridan uh, Media is uh, live streaming those games. Douglas at Torrington in a conference doubleheader at 5 and 7 p.m. Chris Hodges Memorial Baseball Tournament in Jackson. Rock Springs at Jackson at 2.30. Green Canyon at Jackson at 7.30. Powell Father's Day Tournament level takes on 406 Flyers at 10 a.m. Riverton versus 406 Flyers at 1230. Green River versus level at 3, uh, 3 p.m. And Miles City at Powell at 530 p.m. The De uh, Dakota Classic in Sioux Falls. Gillette takes on Ralston, uh, Nebraska at 4 p.m. And then Gillette takes on Sa Sioux Falls, South Dakota at 630 p.m. The RZB Rebels Woodbat Tourney in Pocatello, Idaho wraps up on Saturday as well. Evanston versus To Be Determined at Time To Be Determined. The Tony Adencio Tournament in Pueblo, Colorado. Post 6 takes on Parker, Colorado Lightning at 1.30 p.m. Top of the Rockies, Woodbat in Colorado. The Oilers against Pueblo, Colorado Baseball Mill at 11.30 a.m. at Arapahoe High School. Sunday, June 19th, Casper Drillers at Sheridan Jets. Conference doubleheader, 1 and 3 p.m. Chris Hodges Memorial Baseball Tournament in Jackson. Rock Springs versus Kalispell, Montana at 10 a.m. Powell Father's Day Tournament. Green River against Miles City at 9 a.m. Riverton versus Miles City at 11.30 a.m. 
Riverton versus Lovell at 2 p.m. 406 Flyers versus Powell at 4.30 p.m. Dakota Classic in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. G- uh, Gillette takes on Worthington, Minnesota at 9.30 a.m. Uh, uh, I don't think that is cr- I don't think the RZB Rebels Wood Bat Tournament is happening on Sunday, as uh, it's noted here. Mm-hmm. But we do have the Tony Audencio Tournament in Pueblo, Colorado. Post six against to be determined. Top of the Rockies Wood Bat in Colorado. Casper Oilers versus to be determined. Awesome. Elon, get yourself a breath and uh, we'll get ready for next week. Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners. Again, as a reminder, we'd love to get those stats, uh, as we mentioned before, for our midseason state stats uh, to give you a little bit more insight as to who's leading the state in in different statistical categories. Um, Really awesome. Elon, anything else from you? Yeah. Also, uh, on top of the stats thing, that show is going to be next week's episode. So we need those by uh, thinking about the schedule. Latest Sunday afternoon, right? Yeah, I think Sunday afternoon would be the... uh, We'll say Monday at 10. Okay. Was when we'll... I mean, Sunday afternoon would be better, but yeah, Monday at 10 is... And also, um, last year this kind of happened. We had a lot of players ask, hey, why wasn't I on there? It's like, well, your coaches didn't send it. So, players, double check with your coaches. Make sure they're sending sending us the uh, stats... Uh, again, send them to either Cody at MyLocalRadio.com or Elon at MyLocalRadio.com. Awesome. That's how we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening to another edition of 307 Baseball Podcast brought to you by Buckle Up for Life, Wyoming. Go ahead and uh, buckle up. Be safe as you're driving across this great state. On behalf of my broadcast partner, my friend, Elon Olive, I am Cody Olson saying thank you so very much and we'll catch you next time.